America. We are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. To serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come, find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. You know when you're in a relationship and you're really feeling the vibes with your partner and you're really excited about the where the relationship is going, and then every so often they start doing little things where you're like, I'm not sure they see the relationship the way I do. I'm taking it really seriously. I actually want to maybe move in and they're avoiding it. Guys, if you are or have been in a relationship where you're starting to sense the other person isn't aligned with where you are in that relationship, then this episode is for you. Me and the hubby really go deep and talk about all the details of how on earth you approach these situations of moving in together, of moving across the country, because that's what I did. I literally, not even across the country, I moved across the world for my husband. So when you're doing things like that, when you're sacrificing, when you're making a commitment, how on earth do you navigate that and know that it's actually the right move, that they actually want it, that you're really aligned? Well, that's what we cover in today's episodes. So guys, grab a pen and paper because me and the hubs go deep into giving details of exactly how to handle this situation where you may not feel aligned with your partner. And guys, if this did bring you value and you want to hear more fire relationship advice, please do subscribe to Women of Impact podcast right now. Rate and review and let me know how this episode really impacted you and your relationship with your partner. All right, let's get into it. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Relationship Theory. I'm your co-host, Tom Bilyeu, and I'm here with my beautiful wife and co-host, Lisa Bilyeu. This is from Lauren. One month before my boyfriend and I were getting ready to move in together out of state, he told me he wasn't 100% ready. He's never lived financially on his own and wants to grow on his own first. I still had to come out of state and he ended up moving to a completely different state. When I bring up if moving in together in the future is something he wants, the response I get is, yes, but I don't know when. I don't want to hold you back from growing. I don't want it to affect how I grow. Yet to me, moving in with someone isn't a moment of where we stunt each other's growth, but help each other grow individually and as a couple. When I tell him this, I still get the same I don't know when response. Do you think the relationship can still flourish if one person is playing the waiting game and the other person is ready? If so, how? Um, I'm in the mood to be nice and flippant. So I'm going to say no. He's just not that into you. That that is how that reads to me for sure. And that... When people are in two different places, is that necessarily the end of the relationship? No, but would I be comfortable in a relationship where I felt like we weren't on the same page? I would probably give it some time. I would communicate. I would make sure like, that I've articulated where I'm at, that I'm really receptive to where they're at, figure it out, try to work through. Like, Is there something else, something in their past or whatever that brings the baggage where they're, uh, I'm not sure that I want to take that leap. But in my mind, it's such an acceptable answer to reveal that the truth may in fact be they're just not that into you. Mm. Um, And I don't think that makes me a bad person or somebody not worth being with. That wouldn't be a knock to my self-esteem, but it would be a pretty important thing to get to sooner rather than later. So I wouldn't go into those conversations from like a needy perspective of like where it feels like a trap and they can't be honest. It's 
you know, I, I really want to know. Like this seems like when you and I were dating and when we were moving forward, like there was never like the perfect sort of lockstep. It's not like we said, one, two, three, I love you. Oh my God, that's what I was singing too. It wasn't like that, but it was, it was pretty call and answer. It was like, you know, I love you. Oh my God, I love you too. It's like, there was like a back and forth. When I first, yeah, yeah, when you were visiting and I said, hey, I want you to move in and you didn't want to. Well, you wanted me to stay with you. So I was living in England, you were living in the States. I was coming back because you'd got me a job on a movie set and I was coming back and you're like, why didn't you just stay with me? You're going to be here for three months. We'd been dating for a month or so. Yeah, and your reaction, while it didn't make me happy, was pretty logical given the situation. It was... It's way early in the relationship. I'm going to be in a foreign country. So if something goes wrong between us and then I don't have anywhere to stay, that's pretty crazy. I'm going to stay super close to you. We can spend as much time together as we want. But this gives me the like safety pad for us to make sure that there's stability in the relationship. It didn't feel like you were holding me at arm's mm-hmm. length. It felt like you were being prudent. If it felt like you were holding me at arm's length, mm-hmm. we'd been together for two years and you were like, I'm still not sure. You know what I mean? Like there's very much a, like at some point you go, hmm, it's very possible that the punchline here is that they're just not that into me. Or to be honest, there are some people that don't necessarily want to live with other people, you know, or he may not have decided yet. And so I think my advice would be like, what is the deal breaker for her, right? Because clearly he's made it very clear and I actually very much admire him for being very honest because you hear a lot of stories of people getting together false what false he's not being honest well you don't think he's being honest whoa that came out of left field why do you think he's being honest um I don't know but here's my 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 gut instinct is I don't know if he's he's being honest I just think that you have to given the reaction I think you have to be very open to the fact that They don't want to move in. Like someone should be able to really articulate why it is that they don't want to move in. So, and if it's like, there's the great line in When Harry Met Sally where she was very okay that he never wanted to get married and have kids and all that. And then flash forward a year later, he's married and they're about to have a kid. And she realized it isn't that he didn't want to get married. It's that he didn't want to get married to me. Oh, that line breaks my heart. Right? So I'm just saying, like, this is something, if the person articulates and you're like, oh, wow, like, that's really a thing, whatever, there's something in their history that leads them to believe that that's not the right way to go about it. But, like, there are definitely people in my life who don't want to get married because they are terrified of marriage. And you have to be able to tease out whether they're terrified of marriage because something that happened or whether they're terrified of marriage with you. Mm. And that isn't an easy conversation to have, but it should be a conversation that you have and you're able to talk through and you get their perspective and you're like, okay, I see where this is. It's either, as you said, a deal breaker or it's not. You have the conversation Mm. around values. And is it just that I value marriage and you don't, but otherwise everything about the relationship is perfect and you make me feel like you're number one. I feel it. Mm-hmm. Not intellectually, mm-hmm. I feel it. I know that you're in. I know that you're invested. There's all this trust. It's like when those things are like off and the relationship's not firing on all cylinders, it's like to me, a relationship has to be worth the massive sacrifices, which means it has to bring you something so extraordinary that it's just sort of self evident. Like our relationship 
has always been pretty self-evident to me that it was worth the sacrifices. In the beginning, though, I really asked myself the hard questions. You used to get sick a lot. Was I going to be willing to be with somebody who was sick all the time like that? And I really had to think through that. And so it's like asking the hard questions up front, being really open Let's and honest. Let's just hold for a second because you ran past that very quickly, but that's actually really powerful. Can you just repeat that and your thought process? You used to get sick a lot, a lot, a lot. Like... And then we had a nice run there where you weren't getting sick all the time. And now we're back in a spell for like the last almost four years where you've been sick a lot. And luckily I had faced that reality early on, which was, is she so amazing? And does she make me feel so good about myself and better about myself when I'm with her than when I'm not? And like to this woman's point that we're building each other up, that coming together has been more empowering. It's not distracting me from the other things that I want to do in my life. It's like this force multiplier. Is all of that so true that it's worth dealing with the fact that she's sick all the time? And the answer for me was yes, definitively. So I could move forward unabashedly Mm -hmm. saying like, yeah, when I say in sickness and in health, I mean it. And so I'm not going to be surprised. I've thought through this stuff. And the reason I said I want to be flippant about this is I just think too often people are trying to protect their own feelings. They want to believe the, the potential kindness of the white lie of no, 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 I just, I don't believe in marriage. When in reality, it's like, they like me, they're into me, they're just not that into me. And I think really being open to that, really just having that conversation and not somehow thinking that that's bad on you. And if it is, like if you have a character flaw, deficiency that makes that the answer for most people, rad, it's not a death sentence. Now you know, address it, and you can improve and get better. And I just would so much rather the candid truth Mm. That will be hard to hear. It will sting and all of that. Then the like, no, 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 like it's framing. It's like, no, it's not you. It's just he's not quite comfortable moving in. It's like he's worried that you're going to distract him. I'm telling you, in fact, the more I think about this, if somebody's saying, I'm not sure I want to move in with you because moving in in general could just be a distraction from my goals, they do not feel about that person the way that I felt about you. That's just the reality. That's fair. Also, I think sometimes people don't know. So like right now, he may be like, yeah, I do want to move with you, but it's not the right time. Um, what kind of bullshit is that? So what? <laughs> All right, yeah, you called me on it. I guess where I was going with that is, deep down he's like, yeah, maybe one day. So it's not like I never want to, and I'm leaving Let this him. poor oh, woman off the hook. It's I'm like... just saying though, I don't, I don't necessarily think that someone's always leading someone astray on purpose. I think that he may be in a situation where like he may really like her and maybe one day he does want to move in with her, but it's just not But right if now. they're articulating that and he's like, look, I, I have really strong feelings for you. I'm super into you, but I'm just going to let you know right now where I'm at. I don't want to live with somebody. I need way more selfish time than that. Right. And then if I'm her, I say, okay, well, let me ask, is it the moving in with me? Because what if I said that you could have the exact number of hours mm. spent as selfish time, but we live together because I like the proximity, even if you're doing something completely without me. I just like being around you. I like to have your smell in the house. I like to know that you know, we're, we're building this thing together, that um, even our money is coming together to pay for the same rent and all that. That's, that's very meaningful mm. to me. Is it really the... Um, the just the free time yeah oh yes it is oh my god great let's do a calendar or 
Ooh, actually, you know, that wouldn't solve my problem. Okay, well then what's your real problem? Mm -hmm. But it's like, people never get fucking nitty gritty about it. Like, I want to talk about this shit like it's a contract, man. I want to write this down. I'm going to give you, there's 168 hours in a week. I'm going to give you, uh, let's reduce seven to eight hours of sleep a night. That leaves us with, like, there's 70 hours up for grabs. I'm going to give you 50 of those hours. Is that... Is that okay? No, 50 is not going to cut it for me. I'm going to need 65. You need 65 hours of remaining free time? Like, you're only going to give me five hours? Come on, I'm worth more than five hours. Like, but now we're really fucking talking about Mm -hmm. it. And now it's like, you know what's interesting? My cutoff is 12 hours. If I don't get 12 hours, I'm not interested in this relationship. It will make them have the very uncomfortable conversations to really see where they're at. It's one of the, I'm telling you right now, if in your company you get an opportunity to write, read and write contracts, do it. When I first started doing it, I was like, I don't like that I can't understand contracts because I feel like someone could take advantage of me. But then as I started doing contracts, I realized, ooh, this is actually really interesting. It forces you to write shit down. And to think about the little details. Yeah, like what do I really care about? Yeah. Yeah. Also though, and maybe his this isn't the issue for him, but um, I mean, people obviously experiences do rub off. So if you've um, been in a relationship before and you've moved in with somebody and it didn't end up well, like it is very, very difficult to start over. And so that can leave you're giving me a look that um, that can leave a and I don't think that that's his situation, but I'm saying in general, if people have like, oh, you know what? I already lost my first apartment with my ex-boyfriend or my ex-girlfriend and it was so difficult and it took me a year to rebounce or to bounce back. Um, if you're feeling the anxiety, if your partner wants to move in with you and you've still got anxiety over the past, I would say like try to open up with your partner and let them know how you felt about your last breakup, what you went through and that that is a true fear. Because I think opening up and communicating about that um, you know, is letting someone know that, you know, maybe I do want to move in with you, maybe I don't, but right now I'm fearful like having those conversations. Love it. And then play no bullshit, what would it take? In, in fact, that, that's a fascinating question to ask somebody. What would have to be true for you to be willing to move in with me? We've been dating for eight years. Mm. Is that a must? Um, that we keep your apartment and we don't let it go so that you had a place to move back to? Like, there is an answer yeah. where it's like, yeah, that would actually work. Or you realize, no matter how much I chase you, there's always some problem. And you're always like, no, 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 it's not quite right. Oh, this, that, or the other. Like, you'll find out real fast if this is a logistical problem that can be handled. Because here's the thing. If you're going to maintain two apartments anyway, keep one fucking empty. So that you can then move out immediately if we have a problem. You don't have to refind an apartment. There it is. It's got... You know, it's ready to rock and roll. But you need to have a discussion of why you're keeping it. Because, of course, one person may see it as like, oh, you've only got one foot in the door and one foot out. Yeah, but to have that conversation, exactly. like you said. And it's yeah. like, this is what would have to be true. And then, great, then yeah. let's do that. It's not like... Or are you willing to do that? Yeah, like it, it will help you find out where their actual pain point is. Yeah, And that's what we do together all the time. It's like, no bullshit, what would it take? We lay out what it actually will take. And then we say, okay, and now are we actually willing to do that? Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.
If you're fed up of people constantly pushing you around, ignoring your boundaries, and just disrespecting you left, right, and center, then it's time to finally stop letting people walk all over you and start actually standing up for yourself, my homie. Because trust me, I've been there staying silent and living a life I never actually wanted for myself, but lacked the confidence to do anything about it. But I was able to go from someone who settled and lacked all the confidence in herself to someone who comfortably commands respect. And guys, and my homie, even with the fears, the doubts, and uncertainty, you can finally go after what you freaking want in life, set boundaries, speak up, show up, fight imposter syndrome, and stop people-pleasing. And I break down how to actually do this step-by-step in my book, Radical Confidence. And when you pre-order your copy of Radical Confidence right now today, guys, you can get a free gift valued at $171, which includes my ultimate guide to Radical Confidence, which is a workbook that you actually can work through as you're reading my book. Three months ad-free listening to Women of Impact on podcast and one hour exclusive relationship coaching sessions with me and my hubby of 21 years, Tom. So my homie, if you go and pre-order this book right now, you get all of those things for utterly free, which has been valued at $171. So go over to RadicalConfidence.com to pre-order your copy right now. That's RadicalConfidence.com. See you there, my homie. Let's freaking go.